Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. Oh, wow. It seems like we haven't recorded in ages. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been quite a while. Well, one week until HHN at the time of, that you're hearing this. Uh, so this is Stop the ruining kicks- the magic. <laughs> I Come have on, to. Man. I always have to. Come on, man. <laughs> this, is, this is the kick- one week away from one HHN. Week, one week until Halloween Horror Nights. So today we are going to be going into a our version of a beginner's guide to HHN. I'm um, just giving you some little tips and tricks and, and stuff that maybe you can carry on through your visit. Maybe stuff you knew about, maybe stuff you didn't know about. Um, if it's your first night, uh, your first time going, maybe you can take some of these into consideration. If not, hopefully we um, don't bore you too much with this information. But if you have any other questions that we don't address or whatever, feel free, reach out. We can always answer you. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um Again, I have a beer that I picked out themed for this episode. So I am drinking. It is from Rusty Rail Brewing. It is called Fog Monster. Mm, oh, that fitting, one ties very in fitting. real nice. And it is a New England style IPA. It's only a 6.8% alcohol. Um, this is from, like I said, it's Rusty Rail Brewing, but they're up from Pennsylvania. So I'm excited. It's, again, another independent craft. Uh, really cool logo. Little fisherman guy in a boat. Lots of big fog all over the place. So um, yeah, I figured it was relevant. very fitting for this episode. I think that's kind of relevant. Yeah, I would say so. I would say the fog monster fits. That got released, but, you know. Yeah, all right. So let's crack this thing open. Ooh. Let this thing breathe a little bit. And then um, we can get started into this little beginner's guide to hhn and how to really attack the night let me dive into this beer a little bit see what we're working with good smooth not much bite i said it's only a 6.8 i'm jealous the jealous good that you're drinking a beer right now i am (laughs) on a cleanse apparently and i'm just drinking water (laughs) <laughs> you got to get ready for horror nights you know you're yeah, flushing the system pound way too much in horror nights you're doing the smart thing all right so beginner's guide hhn if you don't know halloween horror nights obviously is an event universal studios 10 houses five it scare zones two shows the best it is so kicking is- off this year friday september 2nd and it runs all the way through monday october 31st yeah and they usually they don't always announce it but sometimes they will they will add like a november 1st night to mm-hmm. occasionally um, yeah it I don't depends know if they on when that, that or not but they yeah. sometimes do do that yeah it depends on when that halloween day falls um 
it does it does not include on mondays and tuesdays um sometimes they will throw a random tuesday in there but generally speaking it's wednesday through sunday um it starts at 6 30 p.m and again on the days um some end later than others uh, the weekend obviously stays open later um mm-hmm. and the weekdays end a little bit earlier and i believe so those are I was going to say, uh, since we're talking about the days, I do believe that um, in September, there are not Wednesdays, if I'm correct. Is that right? Isn't it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday on like in September and then October? I know that like, at least for the first at least for the first couple of weeks, there's no Wednesday, but they do eventually add that Wednesday. Well, let me pull up that. Information. I think I, for, I forget exactly what it is. I can look at the ticket again, but, you know. I'm sorry. Sorry, everybody. I can't keep all the dates in my mind at once. It's just a lot to remember, especially when you're getting old and your brains don't work the way it used to. But I'm pretty sure, just to make sure everybody's aware, I think that, let's see, looking at the ticket, we are looking at... So the 7th is there, which is that first Wednesday. Maybe it is... 14th doesn't look to be there. I just know that not every Wednesday of every week is there. That's all. That's all that's yeah. that, that much I know. Um, so don't don't necessarily assume that every Wednesday will be uh, an AGN night because it's not always the case. But there are a lot of Wednesdays. So if you're someone that likes to avoid crowds, um, you know, days that are not Saturday are usually pretty good. Friday's usually pretty busy too. But any days outside of those two. Um, pretty self-explanatory, pretty obvious, but you know, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Sundays are usually the best nights to go. If you want to avoid heavy, heavy crowds. Yeah, those are, those are your best options. Yeah. Some Wednesdays are, are not always there, but if it is take it because those Wednesdays are, are the, the deal breakers yeah. typically. Yep. Um, yeah. So the, I mean the real basics, especially being, um, especially being in Orlando and how how well timed last year's event was on opening day check for weather um oh, yeah. this is something <laughs> this is that Florida. let's not forget that I consistently forget to do um and and still being someone that goes fairly often um i should probably get a better gauge of looking at the weather i just get so excited opening day is like oh i gotta go i gotta get planned blah, blah, blah. i gotta go and then i never even think like oh i probably should have grabbed like a windbreaker or, or some kind of like a, a, anything an umbrella Wait, and I, I never do getting getting drenched in a, in a torrential downpour on opening night wasn't fun <laughs> it uh it made for an experience that's for oh, sure did. <laughs> but check for weather uh make sure you're 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 figuring it all out because it is even being in September and October, um, the days can still get super hot. Um, and it's, it's either going to be super hot or it's going to be pouring rain. So just be prepared for either or, um, yeah. yep. I, mean, I have the basics in here too, kind of going off of weather. I put just, you know, stay hydrated, eat and drink responsibly. Um, this event obviously is fueled by beer. We are a beer podcast. Alcohol is, very much uh, included into this event, but if you are an out of towner, uh, out of towner, um, and you're not really used to this heat, and you're not drinking the water you need to drink, uh, it's going to end poorly for you. Because in you know the worst case, in a worst case scenario um, situation, you'll be removed by security for if anything poor happens. If you do anything to a character, if you're throwing up somewhere, if you're just belligerent. Um, 
just make sure that you're you're staying hydrated. You're you're eating. They're gonna they're gonna have plenty of great food. So try it all out. Um, and this isn't the event to go and get completely shit faced at. Yeah. This isn't your your dive bar where you can go puke on the bar top and like oh, that's just John for you. You know, good old John just throwing up on the bar top. So be responsible. It's a fun event. Don't ruin it for yourself because you will get banned from the event. Um, you'll get pulled out and you won't get reimbursed for it. Yeah. So. I mean, the, the the thing about this event is don't assume, don't think that it's anything like, you know, food and wine over at Epcot or, um, you know, the other food and beer, uh, beer festival um, over at SeaWorld, that sort of thing, where they have like different themed drinks. Um, they typically do have one or two mixed drinks that are like themed to the event, but it's not one of those situations where you can get like a different beer at different booths. It's usually all of the same options. Um, so, one thing is, is you won't necessarily have to worry about trying to try everything because there really isn't a lot of differences when it comes to the drinks. The food obviously is becoming more themed uh, starting last year and now into this year. So the food, you definitely want to try different things. Definitely should do that. Um, but like Nick said, just drink water. Just make sure you're drinking water in between your your beers. You don't want to you don't want to get kicked out. And you don't want to lose your your you know, ticket price, especially if you've if got you drink uh, too many beers and you throw up. You're going to have a bad time. And especially like, you know, we understand that sometimes you have a little bit too much fun, you kind of lose the ability to control yourself and you don't want to touch or strike or get actually anywhere near a scare actor because that will be definitely be game over for you. It's one thing if yeah. you're, you know, being just a little tipsy, but if you're belligerent, like he was saying, uh, and you do something to the scare actors, that will definitely get you banned from the park. So try to avoid that if you can help it. <laughs> Not and, exactly. And it should be pretty obvious to everybody, but, you know, just be aware that, you know, it is a lot of walking. It's typically pretty warm. So yeah, it can affect you in certain ways. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's something that shouldn't need to be said, uh, but consistently every year, there's always multiple instances of this. Um, so just be on your, you know, be on an okay behavior. I don't, I don't say you have to be on your best behavior, but you gotta be on good behavior. Um, Costumes are not allowed. So just a heads up, if you plan on wearing anything, yes, no, you know, like no costumes. I mean, I, I mask, Costume yeah, thing. No I mean, you can wear a lot of clothing, but you it's know, like you Disney World. Like yeah. you're not allowed to wear cost masked costumes to Disney World. It's the same thing. So you don't don't show up <laughs> dressed like Michael Myers. Basically, that no. we're saying. Yeah, no. Even though you um, want to show everybody your your sick, amazing, you know, two hundred fifty dollar <laughs> Halloween Michael horror mask. Michael Michael Myers mask. Um, don't do that because it yeah. will get confiscated. No, They'll think that you're either trying to be part of the event or they might, people might think you're part of actually part of the event. Um, so just kind of be weary of that. Um, budget your nights. You know, if you're coming for one night or whatever, just take into consideration some of the costs. Um, obviously, what you pay for your tickets already included, um, but check for parking. Um, parking is free after six this year, I believe it is. Um, last year it was like not until later on, but I think this year. It's free. But is it? Is that every uh, ticket? It might be ten. Yeah, because not every ticket. Ten people was the time last year where parking was free at City Walk. Um, So if you don't have a universal pass, uh, you're going to have to pay for parking. An annual, an annual pass. It won't be included in the park. Frequent fear pass. Like there's no frequent fear pass that gives you free parking altogether. I mean, there is, like I said, yeah. the one that's like free after six, but you have to pay for, I think I forget which one it is exactly. It gives you that, but yeah, um, the newest one, I think they, they did add parking for the ultimate pass this year, which is the top tier every single yeah. day kind of thing. 
but um yeah just be prepared for that as well and parking like uh, anywhere is egregious <laughs> you don't want to pay 30 dollars to park no no i'm glad that i don't have to i would be pretty upset if i had to pay and i got what i got um obviously have some money to spare for food and drink 40 50 60 bucks somewhere in that realm depending on how much you feel like going in on it um and don't forget to tip your bartenders budget that into yourself um as well yeah that shouldn't be and that shouldn't be an actual like like beginner's tip, say like you should not have to say that, but make sure you tip your you tip people serving your your, your beer and your drinks uh, you know a, a buck a drink two bucks a drink is is, is fine for walk-up bars uh 20 for dine-in um take care of them they're they're working hard they they probably wish they could be at the event and they're stuck behind the bar so take care of them um and if you're a frequent person that goes off and it's always nice to make friends with bartenders um we will tell you this um i don't know at least one of the things i was thinking of is that you know as just as far as like location of where these um different booths are there is going to be one just as you come in um through uh by michael's dine-in or what will be known as Michael's dine-in when you're at yep. the actual event. Um, there is usually a, a big drink um, vendor uh, right across oh, the lagoon from it. Um, I think that one's usually the busiest one, at least mm-hmm. as far as I've been able to tell. I don't know. It, it, there was one, the previous event at um, across from Jimmy Fallon's, but I don't know if there was one last year. I don't remember if there was yeah, or not. There, there was that one. It, that one is very wavy because um, I feel like it's whenever people come out of the house or go into the house or depending what houses are up in that area. Um, the lagoon one can get pretty long over by that dying yeah, area. It's really sure. about catching the right time. If you feel like the line's too long, just walk around because you'll find another booth. There's plenty of them scattered about. Some yeah, smaller. They usually will do wheeled carts too. So if you're looking for just you know, basic cheap beer stuff. We're in line. Um, they do do line carts. I will recommend bringing cash because paying with a card mm-hmm. is a bitch on those things. Um, because they have to, because at least last year they had to hand enter the card numbers. Yeah. It's, some it's, stuff it's went a, down. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass, especially if that happens. So bring cash. It's just so much easier. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that it's crazy to, to suggest that in 2022, <laughs> but um, make sure you have some cash on you because sometimes um, when you want to buy something, it's not always easy to use a, a credit card or, or a debit card. So just keep that in mind. We also suggest mm-hmm. like if you're going to get a drink in line, you're better off just getting one beforehand and get in line rather than wait till you're halfway through the line and buy one from one of those vendors and then have to throw away half your beer because you can't yeah, bring it into you, the actual house. You can't bring your open drinks through the houses. Um, and then merchandise. Bring some money for merchandise because we all know we get hooked into that. <laughs> There's going to be... All kinds of shit. Glasses, yeah, t-shirts, all, glasses, you know. paintings, <laughs> pictures. There's so much good stuff. <laughs> magnets, keychains, you name it. I'm sure they got it. Uh, but be prepared to spend is, some money there as well. Yeah, so be prepared to spend some money, especially if you're coming from out of state. So if anybody of our, any of our listeners listen to us from out of state, um, you're going to spend quite a bit of money on merchandise probably. <laughs> um, but if you, do live, yeah. if, if you live in state or if you're coming near the end of the event, Usually what happens is like by the end of the event or very near, near the end of the event or shortly after the event, they will they will usually sell a lot of the merch at super big discounts. So, I mean, I don't know how much you were buying T-shirts for the end of the last year, but I remember I think they were down to like what, like oh, 10 were. or 15, 15 bucks a shirt or something like that. Yeah. yeah. If there's so, something you like really want, get it. Um, but generally, there are still some shirts left over at the end of multiple designs that you can get for very cheap. Yeah. So if you're like super s- in love with something, 
get it and don't risk it. But if you're willing to be like, eh, it's kind of cool. Like I might get it at some point. You can, you can tend to wait till later in the season and get it at, at a much discounted price. Yeah, obviously that doesn't work for everybody, especially if you don't live around here. But I, I will say that from what I've noticed, generally most things will last the entire event. Like they usually <laughs> don't run out of too much, but there are usually, there's usually one or two designs for a t-shirt or something like that, that will not last. Like if you don't get it immediately, the first time you see it, um, chances are it's not going to be there when you come back a yeah. week later. So better off getting, you know, if something you, like you just said, if you, if it's something you see that you really, really want, it's probably better to buy it full price than to wait and hope to see that it en- ends up when it's discounted. Yeah. Um, and then before you go, lastly, like prioritize, know what you're going to know the houses, the scare zones, the shows. If you're doing one night specifically, know exactly what you want to do. So that way you can sort of game plan. Um, and then that is kind of going to go into our next, our next area of, you know, making a yeah, plan so of attack. Make use of the map. Cause I know that they will, they will release an event map. Um, and you'll get built, you'll be able to get it online too on, on the app. So make sure you look at that because that'll tell you exactly where in the park each house is located. Um, and like he said, make a plan of attack, especially if you're coming on a busier night, like a Saturday night or a Friday night or something like that, you know, peak season, you know, beginning of October, mid October, that, that basically that, that, that point in time where it's usually super, super busy. Um, because you won't be able to get through every house in one night. And especially if you're only coming in for a few days, like say you're coming in for the week, you're coming in for the weekend or something like that. And you're only going to have one or two nights at the event. Um, definitely plan. And what I would usually do is prioritize the houses. So like just rank them and just say, you know, these are the ones that I definitely have to see. And these are the ones I know I'm, you know, I'd be cool to get into if I can get into it. If not, you know, it's not a big deal just because, some of these are going to have super long waits on busier nights and you may only get through one or two depending on what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're coming for multiple nights um, in September or if you're staying for multiple nights in September, but only kind of planned on horror nights for one night and you had a couple free nights, um, I would I would suggest getting the Rush of Fear Pass, which is all of September dates. Um, and if you can fit a second date in there, grab that so that way that one day you go doesn't have to be balls to the wall. I mean, you can go two balls to the wall day and get as much done as you can. But if you, if you break up the days over two, you you can get everything done. Like express pass is great to have. If you're coming on like a Friday or Saturday night and you're limited on time, that's the only day you can go get the express pass because it will help you. If you're okay with a long day, you can do this whole event without an express pass. You have to oh, yeah, be done it before. early. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. I mean, last opening night, um, we did nine houses and all the house, all nine houses, all the scare zones. And I think one of the shows and that was opening night we did. However, we did do stay and scream. So if you're not familiar with stay and scream, what that is, if you have a universal pass, you can go into the park Stay in a certain area. They haven't announced where the areas are going to be this year, um, but you Usually go into like a certain gardens or Finnegan's and Finnegan's. There's yeah. a few places you can go, and they basically gate you in more or less to that area, and you can't leave it until they open up the waiting areas mm-hmm. for people. So then you can kind of file in and, and line up for specific houses before the event actually opens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of yeah. what that is, and what it, you know, basically, you know. 
it's rather than showing up at the at the actual gate to the park and having to wait out there and then when that opens then have to walk Make from that point in. all the way into the event into a specific area of the houses there's already going to be you know 100 people in line for a lot of the houses so uh stay in stream is definitely worth it especially if you already have universal passes so mm-hmm. uh, i think you know for for those that live in the area probably already have universal passes so it's not a big deal but for those that may be coming in for the event and your plan was originally or initially to be to just come in for horror nights and just buy horror nights passes and come in that night um i would suggest getting a couple universal day passes just to have but that's up to you i mean there is another option for you which might be mm-hmm. better which we'll talk about yeah. but um that's yeah. just so what i think about yeah, let's get into that option because I think the best option, if you are doing single day passes or even two day passes or something like that, um, and you want the ability to do the stay and scream, they do have a $35 option um, to get early access. So it will give you park access starting at three to five, like it goes from three to 5 p.m. Um, if you don't make it in before 5 p.m., though, it does, your ticket is forfeited. Uh, you will not get it refunded. So you have to be sure to get in there in that time frame of three to five. Um, yeah. But this will allow you access to, you know, you're not going to be really able to run around Universal and, and do a bunch, a bunch of stuff because at this point they're going to be shutting the park down, exiting people out, normal right. daytime guests, and starting to flip for the event. But this will get you that head start, which I think that this route is better than the Express Pass. Um, you can yeah, generally get three houses done <laughs> in that first hour. I mean, I, I'm definitely of, of the mind that the Express Pass, for the most part, isn't worth it. Um, it. It's expensive. I mean, I guess if you're someone that like hates lines or hates queuing, for for those that live across the pond, um, if you hate <laughs> waiting in lines of, with people, like, and I understand, I get it. Some people just aren't down with that. Just not something they want to do, or they get claustrophobic or whatever, or you know, they don't want to just have to deal with that the express pass may be worth it. But for those, you know, that are like, Oh, I, I, I really want to wait an hour to see this house. Um, like you said, there are ways to do it where you may not even need an express pass, especially if you're not going to be there for more than two or three nights. Um, yeah. And like on that opening night, we kind of discussed, um, like I said, we got nine houses done and there was some lollygagging in the middle of it. Cause we had a big group a of people. Rainstorm. So, it's soaked. It was raining. You know, we could have done all 10 had we been doing, you know, like house, 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 house. We were a little bit more lax with it. Um, but what we did, which is what I, I prefer to do, we did a stay and scream over in Duff Garden. Again, I don't know if that's going to be available this year. They might switch. They have switched they stuff up in the past. So, but I would assume but what we did last year. Yeah, we were there last year. That's it. Yeah. We were there last year and it, it filed us right into, we started with uh, the MIB tent, scary, which isn't there this year. We got out of that. We did, I think Wicked Growth and then Puppet Theater. And we had those three done before like seven. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was before seven. And we had done three houses by the time some people were just kind of getting into the park um, because they do start those houses a little bit earlier than than the actual event starts. Because if it starts at 630, sometimes they'll start letting people through those houses at like 545, yeah. you know, before six. Once, um, I mean, it was a little bit slower after. last year because the house was flooding because of it so much rain, but Correct, um, right. on a, Hopefully on a typical time, you'll be able to start early. Um, yeah. So stay and scream is the way to go. And, and it's also too, it, it's that's, if you start out hot and you get like three or four houses done, you can kind of take a walk. Cause at that point, once you start seeing the, the time start to rise, 
that's your cue to hit a show, go through the scare zones, go to the tribute store, check out the merch, and kind of bide your time until that, that what I call the witching hour, which is later on, once it hits like 1030, that's when the, the lines start to drop again. So at that point, you can kind of jump in and finish all that stuff out. So if you get four houses done in the beginning, and then you break up the middle with scare zones, maybe one show, and then one house, and then you could finish off the rest, like four or five houses at that tail end, especially if you plan it um, around multiple houses that you you don't do are in the same area. So you don't have to really travel further. I would suggest doing the front houses last and kind of keep that Jimmy Fallon um, queue line where there's two of them over there. Keep those ending uh, your event because you can go through one, come right out and you're right at the entrance of the other one versus those big parade warehouses where like uh, haunting a hill house and beetle just was where it's like a mile trek and you can't just jump from the end of the line to the front of the line you have to walk all the way from the parade warehouses back out towards et right. and then get back in line go through the whole barney area go down the backside and, and back into the house so like those will be your heavy hitter big wait time so get the back end done first maybe do one or two of those to start and then leave the front stuff for the the very end and you can you can really compact your night into into a run like that it will be a long day wear the right shoes um, wear the right clothing because it it'll get it'll get messy um, but you can get it done without express like you said if you're not a line person like for me I can grab a beer go in line and I can chat with my friends for 30 to 45 minutes if need be. And I, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, but I know some other people prefer not to wait and all, and all that stuff. So I just, I see both sides of it. Um, but for us, when we get the frequent fear plus pass, adding that express a is huge increase in price. Um, it's, 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 you know, like an extra ticket essentially. Um, and then when I go the majority of the people I'm with, uh, don't have it. So then I, you know, I, I don't want to just exclude them. Um, and I'm not going to make everyone that I know <laughs> purchase one as well. Um, so I, that, that's why I personally don't go towards that express, but it, it gets the job done. If you know you're on a tight schedule, if you know you don't want to be at the event for the entirety of that day, then get the express, do your thing, and, and, and call it a day. Um, but yeah, there are ways around it. Is but the only, the, only, the only time I would ever get one is if you're going one night. If you, if you, if you have one night, for Halloween Horror Nights, that's what you that's what you're doing. That's when you're going. I would pony up the extra money for it just so I could ensure that I get through everything in one night. Um mm -hmm. but even with the express pass, you're still gonna be doing house, 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 house. You you know, you'll have some time in between to kind of like, you know, do different things. But um if you go on a busy night and that's the one night you'd going, that's about the only time I think I'd I'd, I'd invest in the express yeah. pass. Otherwise, it's probably a waste of money. And they also do um they also do drop the price. So Express passes do vary in price by day um, and you can purchase them in park and you can purchase them throughout the, the time of the event. So if it gets towards the later end, like eight or nine o'clock, you can still purchase an express pass for the rest of the night and it will be a, a, a decreased price. So you can always, always ask around um, at those booths how much the express pass is still for that night because they, they do go up and down based off the popularity on the night. So if you want to ensure that you get it done and you have like four houses left or five houses left and it's only like 20 bucks, 30 bucks, like you can, you can purchase it for that, that partial end of the night and just bang those last houses out and not worry about, you know, four houses with 40 minute waits. 
<clears throat> Correct. Um, some other stuff too. Um, if you are traveling and you're staying on property, it is pretty beneficial for out-of-towners. Um, you get special access to the park. Um, you also get special access to this new thing that they've been doing over at Cabana Bay. Um, last year, it was like the jacked up experience. This year, it's called Universal Monsters Gallery of Legends. Um, for me, it's nothing I need to go to. Um, but if you're already staying on property, definitely check it out. It's a Horror Nights attraction, but it's it's different photo ops with like the classic monster. So the Mummy, the Wolfman, Dracula, obviously it's oh, cool. it's pushing the house, but it's it, it's cool. Not Nothing I particularly need, but it's a nice addition um, yeah, to all a- the other little perks. If you're a Universal Monster junkie, if you're someone that really enjoys those movies or, you know, you're super pumped about that house, you know, that's definitely a cool experience if it's something you haven't done. Even if you're local, just get a night just get a night or two at Cabana Bay or make a weekend out of it. You know what I mean? So that's a pretty cool experience. Um, not something I'd, like you said, I'd, I'd probably do, but that's just me. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's my interests and not my interests. So, yeah, especially with us living 15 minutes away. Yeah, even <laughs> then, like, I mean, there are times where even being that I live, 25 30 minutes from the park i still occasionally have a weekend at the you know at a hotel and just to kind of like get away and, and you know not think about anything else so that's kind of a cool experience but like you said for me it's more of just the i'm not a I'm not a big enough universal monster fan to like make that worth it but yeah no anybody that is that's definitely cool uh, if you're coming in from out of town you haven't booked a hotel room yet that would be a cool hotel to look at because it's got that experience there as well so just something to think about yeah. Um, a couple other little additions um, to the event. Um, Scare Actor Dining is returning. Um, it's going to be in Louis Italian Restaurant. Um, but it's a special dining experience. There's characters walking around. Um, I think it's only like 50 bucks, 55 bucks. Or that might be the starting point. But it is sort of like a all-you-can-eat kind of thing. Um, is it again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, nothing... I personally uh, need to do. Maybe I'll try it out once this year just to like, I'm sure I'll have a night where I just want to kind of go in, eat, have some fun, maybe do whatever's the lowest house and then call it a day. So I might do it on a certain night like that, but it's uh, nothing that I particularly need to like, I'm not getting drawn to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not necessarily jumping, (laughs) jump, chopping at the bit to do it. Uh, it is a little expensive. I mean, $55 for even for buffet style is quite a bit. Um, but they're kind of banking off the same idea that Disney does with their skit with their character dining. So it's the same idea. It's just scare actor dining for adults for the most part. Um, I, th- that might be the only thing that would kind of push me away. It's just, it's just the cost of entry. Um, but again, for those that want the full experience or want to uh, do everything, it's definitely something that's that's new or new newer because it hasn't been there for a while. Obviously, it's returning from from the from before. But um, yeah, I mean, again, not something I'm going to do. But again, for those that are into that sort of thing or are excited by that sort of thing, it's definitely um, a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, the RIP tour. So this is a like a, a there's two different versions. You can have a private RIP tour, which you can book with, I think, up to 20 people. Um, and the 
private one is a little bit more expensive, but the normal RIP tour is going to pair you up with other people that are doing the RIP tour. And what that is, it's a self-guided VIP tour through the park at night. Um, you will get VIP front access to all the houses. Uh, they'll bring you to a certain, like, a, I'm not sure exactly where the lounge is this year, but they, they have a private lounge where you can kind of get some AC, have some drinks, have some food, um, and you get toured around. Um, I honestly would rather do an RIP tour and pay a little bit more than buying a single day and getting an express because at least with this one, like I know for sure I'm going to be on the right path. I'm going to be with somebody that knows this event. They're going to bring me to certain places. I'm going to have AC. I get to walk right to the front of the line. Um, I would be more opt to do an RIP tour than an express pass personally, because you're also going to get like tidbits of information. All the guides are super knowledgeable um, and they'll definitely just make the night super smooth. They're going to have, like the master, you, you can come up with a game plan. They're going to have the master plan. Um, so I, I don't go on these because I go so often that I don't need to do everything in one night. Um, the other tour that we're going to get to is something that's more up my alley. Um, but RIP tour again, if you're coming for one night and, and you're fine spending a little bit of extra money, I would prefer the RIP tour over express pass. Um, just being just knowing that I'm going to be shown exactly the way that this event is supposed to be brought to you. Yeah. And again, like said, this, I think that I think that the RIP tour is, is a cool experience, especially for someone that, like you said, is necessary. Isn't necessarily going to be there a bunch may only be going one or two nights. Um, and like, I think the biggest draw is if you're going to spend the money on the express pass, this actually might make more sense. It might be a little bit more money than, a ticket and express passes, but I think with the extra goodies, like the other experiences that you get with it, or just some of the perks that come with it, make it so much more appealing. Um, Cause again, you've got a guided tour throughout the park, throughout the event. They know where to take you. They'll take you to all the houses. You'll have to go through all of them. They won't be waiting in any lines. Um, and I think just having the access to the lounge is also a really cool idea. Cause if you need a break, cause it is a lot of walking, uh, especially if you're someone that isn't used to constantly being on your feet. If you're not a big theme park person, but you are a big Halloween event type person, um, you may not be used to some of the uh, walking that takes place, how much walking it really requires to do this. Um, so I think it's definitely worth that particular money. I would rather spend the money on that than I think um, wasting it on, on, on an express pass. Yeah. Cause with this, it's, it's, it's generally around like $300. Um, that's not too bad. I mean, I don't know what it is for the express pass for a regular ticket, but like I said, I think with, cause I think they, like you said, they provide like food and drink too, right? It's not just. Yeah. So you get with, with the normal non-private uh, RIP tour, you get VIP entrance uh, to studios. You get an immediate VIP entry to all haunted houses. So that's just one, one house per uh, one house each. Um, one entry you get, to each house. Yeah. Yep. You get reserved seating at select shows. Um, you have unlimited express access to the regular park attractions. Um, so as long as those rides are open, um, you get special, um, special access to one of those little cash bars. Um, you get a little RIP tour credential lanyard, um, and you get standard valet parking. Um, now that this doesn't include your, your ticket. So this is an add on on top of your ticket. Right. Um, right. But exactly. I think with what you get is it is worth that's it. what makes it worth it because like the express pass is just for the houses now granted i think 
and correct me if I'm wrong, you can use the express pass as much as you want on any number of houses, right? Like so it's not just, I one think the house. express pass works the same as that. Um, oh, you it? have so it, it is for one, one, one house. house. Okay. So yeah, one per even, house. even, even better than, yeah. So it, it definitely makes the RIP tour a little bit more appealing. Um, especially yeah. considering the fact that like, it's not just the house lines. Uh, you may not realize how nice having that VIP seating at the shows is until you actually yep. get there. Um, Cause a lot of times for the shows, you have to be lined up for the show like an hour ahead of time before yep. to get a good seat. So having your own VIP section to sit in and not have to worry about that is really nice. You can just pick a time, show up at that time and you get to see the show. Um, and then of course the, the private cash bar, which is really nice. You don't have to wait in line for drinks you you know the, the bar should be relatively open because there's not gonna be a lot of people on these tours so that's totally worth the money um i think I, again for us we go there so much it's not really worth it for those that take you know to do the frequent fear pass but for those that are coming in for one two three nights or a week or something like that and are only going to spend you know part of the time at hhn it would be a cool experience even to do just once mm-hmm yeah, and the express passes do go up, so they start they they vary based on the days and what they deem as busy days, slower days, whatever. Um, and I won't go through all the dates, but they do go from like one hundred nine ninety nine all the way up to one eighty nine ninety nine. Um, you know, September second and third and fourth opening weekends, right in the middle. It's only like one forty nine ninety nine for that single day. Um, and most of those later, those higher tiers, one fifty nine, sixty nine, seventy nine, eighty nine. Those are typically the October dates. Um, so it does, as the event progresses, obviously October is a lot busier people, the more, more mainstream Halloween people are more into it at that time. Um, unlike the freaks that we are, which like September 2nd hits and we're like, Oh, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Um, so it does go that way. And, and if you do plan on getting one, just get one early. Um, you can either wait, like I said, and, and, and hope that something's cheaper later on through the night if they don't sell out. Um, but if they do sell out, um, that's it. And then they do increase prices. So as the event gets Honestly, closer, the would, prices will go up. I would suggest just if you know what nights you're going to be there and you think you're going to want the express pass, don't wait, just get it. There's yeah. no reason to wait till you get there to, to get it. I mean, I get why some people would do that because maybe they expect the night to be somewhat, you know, dead, but it ends up being really busy and you're like, oh crap, I should have got the express pass. So it gives those people the opportunity to still get it. But I think that if you're thinking about it, you're better off just doing it. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I think we'll kind of get into then is um, my favorite thing of the event is the unmasking the horror tours. Yes. Um, these Great are experience. three house and six house tours. These are during the day. Um, you can plan them ahead. And I, I don't have the prices in front of me, but they're not a lot. They're like a hundred bucks to 160 bucks based yeah, off I think, of the I think the one, style we did the do. six house one last year. I think it was a, I think with tax, it was like 180 something per person. So that's yeah. really not that bad. It's a really cool experience. Um, know that the three house and the six house, you don't get to pick what houses you tour. Um, whether you sign up for the three or the six house, you tour whichever houses the tour has lined up for you. Um, the cool thing about it is the six house is six different houses and the three house is three different houses from those six. So if you wanted to do nine house tour, you could do both, both of them and get to experience all nine houses. Um, I don't know if I know normally, at least, at least, at least last year, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. It was nine just because uh, the Beetlejuice house, we were not allowed to tour. 
So it was six in one, three in the other, and it was those yep. you know nine houses. I'm assuming it'll be the same this year. I'm sure one of them will be. <laughs> you can't tour this one for whatever reason. Um, yeah. So if I had to know, guess, it would be the weekend house. The weekend, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Um, just because Universal wouldn't hold back on any of their originals, um, I don't think. Um, it's either going to be the weekend or Halloween uh, are the ones that you won't be able to walk through this year. I don't think yeah. they, they haven't announced them yet, um, but that's, that would just be my guess. I would guess the weekend would be more. Uh, I don't know what the right term is, I but think more, it's, I more think it's safe to assume that. that that, that will be more controlled and you won't yeah. be able to do like an, a lights on type tour, which that's exactly what these tours are. They're lights on, see the, see the house before it runs. Um, and how 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 you know basically how the pudding is made or how the bake cake is baked. I don't know. How, I don't know what the phrase is, but one of you those know what I'm terms trying to say. Yeah. Um, basically shows you the house with the lights on, and I think it's a really cool um, experience. Uh, and not just for those that necessarily love the event. Maybe you've got, maybe you know someone that isn't sure or doesn't really like scary things, but likes how things are put together and likes the construction and the engineering of it. And I know that's weird to say that people actually exist, but um, my wife is one of those people and she would prefer to do it with the lights on and just see how the house is built. So, you know, for someone that would never do the event, it may be worth doing the $180 for her to go do the tour just to kind of see the houses up close. Yeah, that's, I, that would probably be the best bet. Um, and it's just, it, it is a little bit of a longer day. You know, the six house tour does take a while. Um, so be prepared for a longer day. Bring a sweatshirt, which sounds weird. Um, but a lot of the houses are freezing cold uh, during the day because the ACs are pumping in there constantly. So something you would not think of to bring on a daytime hot tour in September um, is a sweatshirt, but you will probably need them inside the houses. Um, but that's what I got for my my quote-unquote beginner's guide to Halloween Horror Nights. Is there any other t- tips or tricks or anything that you um, you, you think would be helpful for um, people? No, I mean, I, I think we kind of nailed a lot of a lot of this. And like the thing is, is, I know some of our listeners, a lot of listeners go, listen and go oh, well, this, I mean, we already kind of all know this stuff. We do this a lot. But, you know, if you've got people that, you know, you know, or friends or family that are coming to the event for the first time, share the episode with them so they can kind of get some pointers and that sort of thing as well um like i said my my very at the very basic level my my major points would be one like i said before bring cash um i think it's a that 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 is such a underrated tip for a lot of these things but specifically this event um is bring cash uh, especially in today's day and age where nobody carries cash everybody just brings a card just pays with things with the card which for the most part you can do that in all the major stores but it just in a lot of aspects of this particular event, it tends to be easier to pay in cash. So it's always good to have some, you don't have to have everything in cash, but you know, bring some of your budget, you know, in hard currency. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, stay and scream. Just want to reiterate that that is probably the best value of anything. So if you've got a universal pass or if you want to pay for the $35 stay and scream, um, I know we've already said it once already, but do that. So those are my major two ones just because, um, if you're looking to save a little bit of money, but also do everything in a short amount of time, um, you know, stay and scream is just something you have to do, but yeah, no, I mean, other than that, I think you've kind of nailed a lot of the various things that I would tell somebody if they were coming to the event for the first time. Yeah. Not I, one of those I things would be yelling and scream at your dog. Cause they don't know when to stop barking <laughs> when you're trying to record an episode. 
Just saying. <laughs> no, uh, stay and scream. Definitely the best bang for your buck. Um, I also, um, like I said, I, I'm a big proponent of those marathon days. You know, make sure that you are prepared for those days. But if you want to, you can accomplish a lot in one day. Um, and don't sleep on the shows. Um, the Halloween Nightmare Fuel show that just got announced last week. Um, if you didn't see it last year or if you were put off at all about it, um, check it out. It was ended up being one of my favorite things. So don't so don't forget about it. Make sure that you, you set time aside to see that. You do want to get there early um, if you want good seats. If you're not worried about that, you can kind of walk, walk by and kind of sneak into the line last minute. But you will be crammed into one of the edges or up top, which for me, I'm fine with um, because I'd, I'd rather cut it close. And, and, and sneak in and sneak out, then give up what I view as time that I could have done a whole line and a house in that time. So you can kind of just condense it that way. Um, but if you're, if you're somebody multiple, that. I mean, the other thing is if you're coming to multiple nights, um, reserve one of your nights just to do food and drink and, and a show. Um, yeah. Quick like, don't necessarily feel like you have to go and do, you know, seven houses in one night. I mean, if you're going to be there two, three nights, um, pick two of the nights to do the houses and pick one of the nights to kind of just hang out, um, chill, watch the shows, listen to the music, uh, enjoy the scare zones, drink, you know, like I said, in, in, enjoy some of the food and some drink and that sort of thing. Cause like I'm telling you on a busy night and you're doing houses, you're not even probably gonna have time to enjoy all of the different food options. You might have a, a chance to stop and have a couple things, but you're, you're going to be so focused on getting in line for a house, getting through the house, um, and you know, each house, depending on how busy the line is, it could take an hour and a half to get through each of the houses. So, um, just something to think about, especially considering that even though the house, the events open from like six, seven o'clock at night till two in the morning, um, those hours go quick and you don't yeah. realize how fast it goes until, <laughs> until it's closing time. And you're like, Oh crap, I'm still like, you know, two houses short. So, um, <laughs> just something to consider. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all for our beginner's guide. Um, we will be back tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, we are going to be going over our killer review of Halloween 1978 with our friend Eric Diaz. Uh, so be sure to check us out tomorrow. We're going to be dropping yeah. episodes sure every single episode. day. Because he's got a really, really awesome theory about <laughs> Michael driving a car. And I'm just going to leave it at that. You need to listen to the episode because it is a is a wild, wild episode. <laughs> it is. It is. Michael driving a car never gets old. All right. Well, until next time, which is tomorrow, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy one week until Horror Nights. See you soon. It's cursed. It's cursed. It's cursed. You know, it's Halloween. I guess and again i would just like to thank vampire stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music so if you would just go check him out spotify facebook again that is vampire stepdad